Let's celebrate this month. Let's celebrate this week. Welcome to the Big Weekly Blend podcast, the companion to our Big Weekly Blend magazine. So welcome, everybody. Today we are saying hello to the month of November. Of course, this starts on the 5th of November. Ah, Guy Fawkes Night in England, Bonfire Night. Yeah, the gunpowder plots. Um, Hey, speaking of that, we've got a cool article uh, from Glenn Burrows on our site, blendradioandtv.com, talking about the history before, about like Guy Fawkes and his gunpowder plots and to um, blow up Parliament. So good story. Very interesting. So check that out. It's also in the latest issue of our big weekly blend magazine, which is uh, the companion to this podcast. So, and the podcast is a companion to the magazine. Isn't that right, Nancy? <laughs> They're companions. They're friends. They like They're buddies. They're buddies. Um, we love this show because we get to talk about holidays, historic happenings, all kinds of good stuff, but I don't think we ever really stick on topic and that's okay. Uh, we have fabulous <laughs> guests today. Uh, super excited mm-hmm. to welcome back artist Andrea Fay. Andrea knows us uh, from over in Peachtree City, Georgia. Uh, Georgia is known for its peaches, but Peachtree City um, is known for Andrea, right? Uh, and and <laughs> golf carts. This is an original golf cart community. In fact, Andrea, we've been to her studio. Uh, she's she does ceramics, beautiful ceramics, art, and also awesome. jewelry. And um, she took us to the high school just to show us that Peachtree City truly is a golf cart community because there's no student parking that's normal, like in the rest of the country. I shouldn't mm-hmm. say normal. That's not a good word. But they actually have golf cart parking at that high school. So welcome <laughs> back, Andrea. Are you calling in from a golf cart? <laughs> no, not right now. But, yeah. but true. you guys are truly like one of the original golf cart communities and still one, right? right. One of the few yeah. in the country. A lot of them have folded. You're right. Wow. Oh. Do you have any parades, like golf cart parades or events with golf carts? Um, yes, we do. We have um, the 4th of July parade, which anybody can enter with their golf cart, but um, cool. they, they prefer that you decorate it. Um, yeah. And then there's a Veterans Day parade with the golf carts. And um, cool. there's a Christmas light tour that you can take around the small lake that we have in Peachtree City for um for the golf carts. Oh my so gosh. We have now, so, have, I think, over 100 miles of uh, golf cart paths. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That's cool. Wow. And you know, Nancy cool. and I will never be allowed to drive one because that's dangerous. But, um, you know, <laughs> well, you guys, you and Phil have tried to get us to do that, but we want it to stay intact. But I think that's cool. So, everyone, for Veterans Day, uh, today's show goes from November 5th through 11th. Um, as I always say, we always stay off topic too, but um, I encourage you to go to Andrea's website and all the websites I give you on the show today will be linked from the show notes, whether you're listening on YouTube or Spotify or Acast or on our site, on our big weekly blend podcast page, it's right on the homepage under the latest headlines. You'll see the link there, um, but mm-hmm. I go, go to there to the shows and uh, you'll see the links, including our music playlist, which we, we're going to be creating for this week. Uh, so Andrea's website is Andrea Faye. So Andrea Faye is F-A-Y-E. So AndreaFay.com. So you can see her art. And Andrea, I, I believe you've got some cool events coming up, starting with the Fire and Ice event in Macon, Georgia. Cool. That's correct. That is correct. It is um, with awesome. the Macon Arts um, Society. 
And um, they do a wonderful job in making with arts. That community mm. is alive with arts. But they have two events that I love to join in on. And Fire and Ice is the one that takes place near Christmas. And it includes potters and I, um, glass artists. Oh, awesome. Cool. So Ooh, that's um, cool. And it lasts for about 10 days. And um, it's, it's just kind of open every day in this wonderful round building that used to be a train station um that's set in a park it's very nice setting and um then they also do the the same organization does fired works in april oh well that's cool yeah it is it's very nice i'm fortunate i'm very fortunate to be a part of it well i want everyone for the website to if to attend if you're in georgia uh makingartsalliance.org um so makingartsalliance.org so you can learn more about both events pre-plan for spring has got to be beautiful out there too and for winter i mean georgia is just a beautiful state isn't it andrea it is is. it is it's beautiful out there so so macon georgia um also a very cool city when it comes to music and um also the southern hands artist studio tour is coming up and we've done a couple shows over the years about this awesome studio tour and you can go to s-h-a-s tour.com about before that um so november 8th 9th through 18th is the fire and ice show and you can see andrea's work there um but what we say is it shas as we say shas tour is november 11th and 12th so over the veterans day weekend um you'll be uh is is your studio itself going to be part of the tour yes mm-hmm. awesome. yes it is very Ooh. cool so you can go um, visit and andrea. to my friends out there in california this studio tour was um, designed after the Ojai studio tour, which oh. uh, my husband and I attended and loved every minute of. It was a wonderful studio tour. And you founded oh. this event, right? You started it. I, I founded it, correct. She's the founder. Don't We're in year 10. Wow, year 10? Year 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Wow. So I love this because you're on the show with a bunch of Californians. Nancy and I were born there. And we've got Christy and we've got Johnny on the show, all in California. So, and mm-hmm. Ojai's not far from them either. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to bring our next guest, world champion horse trainer and author, Christy Wood. She's been on our show for years. We've met her. We've gone on trail rides with her out in Three Rivers, California, which is so in uh, Tulare County. She's right outside Sequoia National Park. Three Rivers is awesome. Um, but she's going to talk a little bit about her books. Trail rides are going to be kind of waiting because there's been all kinds of interesting weather um, in when you think about it in California. So, um, yeah, how how's the fall? And welcome back, Christy. Well, thank you for having me back. And we're enjoying our cooler California weather and uh, the slow change of the leaves on the trees. And we're uh, mm-hmm. having a nice fall. That's cool. awesome. That's awesome. And you've got a new book out, I believe. Yes, I do. It is called Hoofprints Across Time, A Trail Ride to Remember. And it's my personal memoir of riding the 1,300-mile historic Nez Perce Trail. Wow. Oh, wow. Tell That's everybody a little about, about that trail because it's, you've been doing this for a number of years. Can you tell everybody about the trail ride? Sure. The, the trail ride was established back in 1965 by the Appaloosa Horse Club to commemorate uh, the trail that the Nez Perce Indians took to elude the Calvary in 1877. Uh, as we all know, the uh, government, uh, U.S. government wanted to come out and settle the West. 
and all this land that the Indians had lived on for years and years um, <clears throat> was no longer going to be theirs. The U.S. government wanted to take it and move them on to a smaller portion. And um, Chief Joseph and the Nez, it was the chief of the Nez Perce tribe, and the Nez Perce tribe was the tribe of uh, Native Americans who actually developed the Appaloosa horse. And um, that's mm. another story in itself. But they decided they'd rather live in freedom than live under white man's rule. And so Chief Joseph packed up 2,000 Appaloosa horses and 900 people in his tribe and his family. And they eluded the Calvary for 1,300 miles through four different states of uh, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming, trying to find their way to Canada to find sanctuary. And so this trail ride commemorates that, and they've actually uh, designated now this trail as a historic trail. And um, we ride this trail uh, in its entirety, but we do it uh, 100 miles every year. So it takes 13 years to complete the ride, and um, I have completed it, and that's what I wrote the book about, the 1,300 miles, all on the same horse named Dollar. Mm. He just did a fabulous job carrying me through unbelievable, treacherous terrain and um, seeing just beautiful country and, and really pretty much experiencing a little bit of what the Native Americans did at that time. So I'm on my 19th consecutive year. When I finished it 13 years, um, I fell in love with the Nez Perce Indians and the history of this ride, and I just couldn't stop. So I'm going to continue till I get 26 years in, and now I'm riding a, a half-brother to Dollar to finish the 1,300 miles again. Wow. That's wow. amazing. So this is kind of like a memoir mm. of your journey. And um, do you get yes. into the history yes. gonna, of the Nez I, I talk a lot. Yeah, I talk a lot about history. It's, it's the history that I've learned on the trail. So we've learned mm. from uh, the Nez Perce. We have, actually have descendants of Chief Joseph that ride with us. We've had park rangers come out, even family members who, who still own the property that their great-great-grandfather owned when Chief Joseph crossed their land. There's just amazing stories. And so I'm telling those stories in the book. You get to meet the people that I ride with, that that uh, manage the ride, the people that come from all over the world, even even flying from overseas to come join us on mm-hmm. the ride, and and the people that make the pilgrimage like I do every single year. There's people that have been riding on this ride for over 45 to 50 years. They just don't wow. stop. You come back every year. It's like a family reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, oh. we have a saying, you can get in the car and go see what uh, man has made, but you have to be on the back of a horse to see what God has made. And we're in some yeah. remote, I mean, serious remote areas where there isn't another living soul. But the country is just so beautiful to see and, and to be able to ride this trail. It's it, an it's honor. Totally an amazing country. I mean, we've traveled all over in parts of Africa, parts of England, Scotland, Wales, uh, Channel Islands. And we come back here. Mexico. And at first we're like, oh, boy, we're coming back home. And is it going to be, yeah, really, is it going to be that exciting? But as we travel this country, we're like, holy, it's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing what we have here that we didn't realize or see before. You know, somehow we had this idea we had to go out of the country to see the good stuff. But I yeah, it, no, you need to go off road. <laughs> you need to go yeah, off road. Yeah, you do. Stuff. You you really do. You need to yeah. either horse horseback ride or you need to walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. And you don't need to tear up the country in a jeep. Sorry. Um, you could you you can travel lightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's yeah. definitely getting getting out there that way is is a good way. And 
I want to give everyone Christy's website and she's got cool uh, gifts on her site too, made out of horse hoofs, like wine bottle holders. I'm just saying, um, you know, we like our wine over here. Like uh, so go to WDNhorse.com for wooden horse. So WDNhorse.com and mm. uh, check out her book. It's Hoof Prints Across Time, A Trail Ride to Remember. And in the days of the way um, online shopping is and the big conglomerates, you can actually purchase her book from her on her site awesome. instead of going to those Yay. who just take all the author's money. I'm just saying. Um, and that leads us to music. Yeah, yeah. Because... Just say, that, say that one more time so people get it because <laughs> that's yeah, well, what well, happens. I mean, Johnny, Johnny um, our next guest, Schaefer, couldn't back you up on that. Musicians battle yeah. with the same thing. Um, if, as we all mm-hmm. watch and listen to streaming uh, music, watch videos, which are great, right? And it is great uh, music mm. that you can stream. Um, try and get the albums themselves, too. Um, musicians do not make that much money off of streaming uh, music, and it's the same for mm-hmm. authors. So if you can get it um, directly from the author, you're supporting the arts. Uh, just like for Andrea, um, it's important to actually see the art, and you can buy online, but if you can get it from the artists themselves, it's far better. So welcome back to the show, Johnny. How are you? Thank you. I'm well. Um, thanks for having me on again. It's always so much fun, and so I learn so much too every time I, I'm on the show. Well, we learn oh. more about you. What's so great is Johnny actually grew up in Porterville, California, which is just down the road love it. from where Christy is. He's based out of, uh, I was going to say Claremont Mesa, but that's San Diego. <laughs> Why did I think that? Pasadena. I'm in Pasadena area. right now. Why am I thinking oh, of that? I don't, I don't know why I got Claremont mm-hmm. stuck in my head. But anyway, <laughs> um, you can go to Johnny's website, herejohnny.com. Not like here's Johnny, you know, from that movie. But <laughs> <laughs> Shining, he's not like that. Um, Johnny is an amazing uh, singer. He's a composer, uh, award-winning for sure. And um, he's got a song, uh, You Paved the Way, that I believe will be out as this airs as a remix, right? Correct. Yes, we released it originally about a year ago. Um, Stefan Oberhoff produced it. Um, Kamaya Seward, who was the lead singer of Hiroshima, uh, a Grammy winner, um, sang on it. She's really amazing. Uh, She brought a wonderful energy to the studio. And the song is about gratitude. I take daily walks. And when when I'm taking my walk, I sort of try to use it as a as a way of reinforcing my gratitude for things so i i'll actually like thank like all the organs in my body and the parts of my body and then i and then i give thanks for people in my life and then i give thanks for what's around me and in doing that i just look around and i see buildings from some that were built recently and some that were built many years ago and i think of all the people that worked to build those things. And then the people that put the roads in and, and um, it, it makes me feel more connected with a lot of people because things that they did impact, you know, what I'm doing. And so out of that, on my walk, uh, I started writing this song, you paved the way. And it's just um, a, 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 a thank you to the people who have, um, you know, have gone, gone before us or even in our lives now that have paved the way for us in some way to make life better. And this being uh, last year, we released it in November as well, the original, because it's, you know, the month of it's kind of in America, we have Thanksgiving. Um, and so I, I kind of 
think of it as a gratitude month. And so uh, we, mm-hmm. we waited until, uh, until this, you know, now to release it. And uh, Chris, um, Chris Vino, who goes by Bolton Hill, is an amazing remixer and producer. He uh, remixed uh, You Can't Hide the Light uh, along with Bimbo Jones and Lugo for, for my, uh, you know, my song with Melissa Manchester. And he did such a great job on that. I teamed up with him on <clears throat> my Halloween track that you talked about, uh, um, uh, Who Put the Ghost There. And last year we got yeah. 2 million views on YouTube for that song. And uh, he's just he's just fantastic, and he just hit it out of, of the park on this. There are actually four different remixes that he did because he just started playing around with it, and they're they're similar, but they each have their own unique feel. And in in the uh, EDM electronic dance music world, uh, there are people who are in different camps. Like they they like different types of remixes, so mm-hmm. he kind of did four different ones and. Uh, all of them, though, are very joyful. Um, they're just a big celebration. And when we did the, the video shoot, uh, we just played. I'm not much of a dancer. I love dance. And I used to dance and parade at Disneyland. But I had to work really hard at, at learning my part because it doesn't come naturally to me. But, but Kamaya and I just uh, vamped in front of the camera and had so much fun. And the whole thing just is very joyful and uh so i'm really excited i you know there are between 40 and 100,000 songs released every day so it's we're up against a lot of competition but i hope that, that people will take the time to check it out especially you know during thanksgiving our hope is kind of that maybe this month people will use the song in like reels and things on instagram and tiktok and stuff mm-hmm. where they 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 thank people because um, I think it'd be a perfect, perfect song for that. I love that. And, and Johnny, going back to, um, because you're, you've definitely embraced the online streaming and everything and YouTube and all the social media platforms. He, he's really good at it. Um, I had to learn from him, you know, mm-hmm. and, but, you know, going back to that in regards to like what, you know, Christy with her books, um, you know, selling it online herself, um, which is, it is a little, that's an up, uphill road, but I think it's a um, one full of integrity and um, reminding people about the arts, you know, because I want people to understand that for musicians too, that um, like if you get a CD and things like that, that are that the actual CD itself, isn't that better for musicians when you're not oh, doing yeah. like I mean, singles? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I definitely applaud uh, anyone who, you know, who takes that initiative, it is more work, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, for me, and I don't know how much you want to go down this road, but, but streaming, I guess I don't, I wish I didn't have to be on those platforms at all. And I wish that artists would come together and create an artist for artists platform where oh, cool. all the money that yeah. goes into it goes back to the artist. And we awesome. could, I would take my, my music off of all the other platforms. Um, if I if I could do that, because um, mm-hmm. it's just like idea. this, like Spotify, for example, is owned by the labels and mm-hmm. um, they yep. they yeah. favor the labels. In fact, now it came out that they're about ready to flip the switch on. Right now we get point zero seven cents per stream, which <laughs> oh, which is almost nothing. I have a song that yeah, has 50,000 streams and I got eighteen dollars. 
And, yeah, crazy. and they they uh, yes. now they're they're going to set a new rule that if you don't have at least 200 streams in a year of any song, they won't pay you anything when someone listens you know, to it. That, that's criminal. You know, that's I'm going to interject that. Too. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Johnny, because it's all the way the same with an author. You have to you mm-hmm. have to have so many ratings and so many reviews on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Before Didn't anybody's even going to look at you, and yet Amazon, yeah. we're lucky we make one percent. Yeah. Or right. you want your book to sell? Yeah. You want to buy the book directly to the author, so we can. It's 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 yeah. just not fair. No, this mm-hmm. is yeah. this is bogus, man. Because how do you actually get rated without paying in right. and paying in and paying yeah. in to Amazon? Mm-hmm. That's bogus. It's well, got nothing. Everyone is making money off of us. <laughs> I think Andrea yeah, needs to do a, a tour that's international and national. She's, you know, she started the Southern Hands Artist Tour. Now, Andrea, I think you need to do something for musicians, authors, and artists to come together. Are you are you up for the challenge? Come on, Andrea, you can do it. <laughs> you know, well, we have a wonderful um, <laughs> we have a wonderful organization here called the um, Fine Arts and Craft Entrepreneurs that does the Magnolia Festival and does just exactly that. And in the middle of the whole Mm. festival are painters painting. And on the stage are people singing. Um, They have uh, several authors that set up uh, booths. And so why remake the wheel? They're doing a great job. Mm. Well, no, yeah. Mm. I think think it it, it is comes down to that in in that personal connectivity. And I think there will be a shift. There's going to be, and even, you know, but I want to, I want to go back to something that Johnny brought up since it's November. And in fact, I just, um, actually this Sunday that this airs, we have an interview with Shelly Wizen, who's a transformation coach and author. And, um, it airs after, after today's show. So everyone stay tuned for it. Um, she talks about the power of gratitude and we are in the month with Thanksgiving and, um, we should kind of, you know, Everyone can argue about how Thanksgiving came about, but when we look at it, it's a good reminder to have thanks. And Johnny has this amazing Facebook group, uh, the Gratitude Club, where people go in every day. I'm not as I'm not as good. I I, I need to have my knuckles slapped on this, but no one slapped my knuckles <laughs> if you don't go in every day. But you post five things that you're grateful for, and you know mm. sometimes when you're at the most down in your life, you actually need to do that turnaround, even if you feel sick or um, if something negative has happened, you've lost someone, you know, those kinds of life changes, it really does help and turn your mindset around, which in turn actually even changes your health, everything. It's it's a really powerful group, very um, welcoming. And so I, let's go around the group here and, and each say one thing that we're grateful for since it's the month of Thanksgiving and, and gratitude is always fantastic. So let's start with you, Andrea. What are you grateful for? Hmm. Um, there are a lot of things that I'm grateful for, but um, I think number one is my husband and the lifestyle that he's afforded me. Um, that has to be number one. I'm also grateful for all the people that I've met since entering the art community that support it. And um, and I I would have to say a loser are those people who try and get the artists to do and, and use their talents uh, for free. Yeah. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know. 
I know, yeah. right? It, it's that's crazy. It's crazy. What about you, Christy? What are you grateful for? You know, I'm grateful that I had two really great parents who instilled in me uh, a work ethic, and that um, every anything's attainable if you work for it. So it really comes to play when you're an author and you're self-employed and you have to, you know, you have to be a go-getter to make it happen. But uh, they, they gave me a lot of structure and it's uh, really helped in, uh, in my life and made my life very fulfilling and enjoyable. So I, had great, I had great parents. I'm, I'm grateful for God for giving me great parents. Awesome. What about you, Johnny? What are you grateful for? Uh, I think... Uh... I was just thinking about this a little while ago. I'm really grateful for my husband, Paco. He's a really uh, always supportive and we have a really great creative relationship, which is fun and kind of unique. He, he makes my music videos. And so we do a lot of collaboration and he's been very, uh, very understanding of me transitioning from the corporate world to focusing on my music full time. Uh, you know, it's, it's meant some adjustments, uh, particularly because of what we've been talking about uh, with the music stuff, you know, with it being so hard to make money at it, even with having won, you know, an international songwriting comp- competition and sung with Grammy winners and all of that, it's very hard to make money. And uh, it just, I just want to say one more thing about the self-selling thing. Uh, I'm really good friends with Jane Sibbery. Um, she did she did that song "Calling All Angels" with Kitty Lang a few years ago, mm-hmm. and she uh, she sold me on the idea of letting my fans set their own price on my website to download my music. And she says it's counterintuitive, but people actually, you know, you you may every once in a while get someone who will go on and just take them for free, but more often they go in and they'll actually pay more than what they would if you set a price. And I've Hmm. totally found that like, um, you know, I just say, go into my website, set your own price for my music. And they go in and many times for one song, someone will pay $5. I just wanted to give you a little extra because I know it's hard. And uh, it's been really fascinating. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't know how it would work. I tried it with a few songs first and uh, yeah, I saw right away I made more money than I had in two years on all my music before. So I just changed it. Wow. You know, I just wow. set all my songs on my website, set your own price, and, um, you know, uh, just wow. pay what you think it's worth. Good for that you for taking a chance. Yeah. I mean, that's wow. awesome. That is awesome. That's powerful. And hey, everybody, Johnny's website is herejohnny.com. Go get it. Go get it. Nancy, what are you you grateful for? Oh, well, I have to say I'm grateful for Lisa because she kicks my butt every day, several times a day. (laughs) I've become her mother. She She does. (laughs) She keeps me in line because I can get way distracted and go out left field. And she's like, no, 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 we have to do this. I'm like, you know, yeah, I better. I'm like out there, you know, so. I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for our our people who come on our shows and our listeners and our readers, because mm-hmm. I don't know how we got to how many readers and listeners we have, other than just hard work, but I'm grateful for that, mm-hmm. and it took it took a long time and a lot of work, but 
there's there's staying bias and I'm grateful for that. And different generations now too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind yeah. of a generational addition and change and it's amazing. Um, it's it's pretty cool. I I gotta say, yeah, I agree with you about that and gratitude mm. is just everyone involved and and just the the lifestyle change even on the road. Uh we work with so many in tourism as Christy knows, right? That's how we met Christy is covering um mm-hmm. California Sequoia Country, Tulare County and Sequoia National Park, Kings Canyon, the forest and the, all the different communities like Three Rivers, which is an awesome art community, by the way. Um, so we do a lot in tourism. And of course, as many of you know, we travel the country full time documenting parks, public lands. And, um, you know, then we started pet sitting. And so yeah. you guys, you, I, I don't know how many times people have heard all kinds of animals in the background. Um, sometimes it's a donkey, uh, who knows what it's going to be cats walking over screens during things. I'm not saying, you know, there's just certain cats that get away with that. Right, Andrea, Uh, but also, but our, our lives are, you know, we're able to have, and we run a bed and breakfast, a line in the rose bed and breakfast in Asheville, North Carolina, three times running a bed and breakfast, making the food, the rooms, welcoming guests. So we're able to understand people on levels, mm-hmm. um, intimate levels that go beyond the news and in immersive ways. That's the way, not necessarily intimate. That sounds like we're being naughty across the country. We're not, but um, <laughs> it's immersive and well, it is inclusive and it's wonderful that we have this huge community of people that we've, we've met. We understand the tourism side of it better than ever what people want to experience, what they expect, need, want. Um, We understand America far better. And we have this huge family of people and animals, this giant Mm -hmm. family. And it's like, wow, you know, Um, you can't beat that, you know. And like I said, I don't want to get into politics whatsoever because none of us need to hear about it right now. We, we, you know, but it goes beyond that when we actually connect with people. And I, and I encourage people to put themselves into immersive experiences because it changes everything. And, um, and, and it brings back what we believe in of humanity, the human spirit, kindness. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So I'm very grateful for that. But let's move on because November is Native American Heritage Month. So, Chrissy, you've got us covered on that. Um, I think, uh, Chief, uh, you know, Chief Joseph, um, what a story, right? Um, he really had integrity. I think he really, really was a person with strong integrity. Um, but it's also Aviation History Month. Um, cool. That mm. You've got to think about people deciding to get up in a plane and Dude, try it out. Seriously, especially the Wright brothers. Like yeah. The, the, yeah. Oh, let's just build it out of plywood and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, do it. <laughs> You know, getting on a plane Seriously. and you go like, okay, I hope we're going to get there. And we have a little turbulence freak mm-hmm. out. But I mean, it's Aviation History Month. That's some pretty crazy That's good crazy. stuff. Um, <laughs> it's National Novel Writing Month. Christy? Awesome. Are you going to write another book? Uh, yes, but I don't do novels. So mine are all probably uh, more fiction. I mean, excuse me, nonfiction. Because I write okay. about real life. Well, but, uh, it's... Nope. It's also real jewelry month. So, Andrea, <laughs> that's something that you do too. I got Are my you making this up? 
I have to. No, add. I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm reading. I'm reading this list. There's all these medical ones. We don't need to go into that, but it's real jewelry mm-hmm. month. So are are, are you are you going to you know go for it with your jewelry this month? Yes, ma'am. Yes, tell ma'am. tell yeah. everybody, describe your jewelry for people. And by the way, Andrea makes these beautiful ceramic horses. I'm just saying oh, because of the horse awesome. theme today. Oh. Because I think if we talk about freedom and independence, I think the horse is one of those animals that just mm-hmm. really. I think it should be our national animal. I just do. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. I, it settled the country. We already have a bunch this of country. But yeah. <laughs> no, but you couldn't have settled this country without horses. No yeah. way. Mm-mm. Nothing. No. Couldn't have done it. Nope. Nope. Not you at all. You have to have the horse to make the trains track. And it is National mm-hmm. Model Railroad Month. <laughs> <laughs> I did not there make you that. Are. <laughs> There you go. But you do. You have. Oh, but tell them about your horse. I mean, that that you know, that's one of my favorites. Of the horses. Favorite. Yes. I yeah, love they're your horses. they're sculpted um, with uh, metal stakes for legs, and um, then they're fired oh. in the raccoon firing method, which is um, firing it to about eighteen hundred and fifty degrees, and um, opening the kiln, taking it out, and putting it in. Uh, container with combustible materials and so you don't have any idea of the colors because the colors come from the dance between the carbon and the oxygen when you um, smother it and they can be very beautiful or they can need a next round (laughs) so (laughs) so you have to you do have to be careful because they will they haven't they can crack and be gnarly and but that is part of the um, character of the horses as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh. I love that. And, you know, we didn't know we were going to get a science lesson, but look at you. You want to play with fiery, combustible, you know, things. And then next thing you know, you're smothering it all. Like, you know, she's creating and destroying. Isn't that part of art, though? The creative yep. and destruction process, mm-hmm. you know? That sounds weird, but it's true. You know, it's the, the create, yeah, but- edit, Destruction always leads to rebirth. Oh, she's doing oh, good. She's doing good. good. Tell everyone mm-hmm. about your jewelry. My jewelry. Hmm. Well, it's been on a on a journey um, from. Uh, it's made with precious metal clay, and so I'm I'm really not giving up my clay to move to jewelry. I still get to play with clay, and what cool. happens is when you design the piece and then you go to fire it, the um, Binders in the silver clay are burned away. Um, and so the water and the binders burn and you're left with um, 95 or 99.9% pure silver. And they're just, it's interesting when silver comes out of the kiln, it looks white until you um, burnish it. And then it has that beautiful oh. silver character. Wow. Um, so that's that's my silver jewelry. Um, I also do found pieces where I just um, add chains or beads or things to them, the pieces mm-hmm. that are already done. So cool. Great. You go, girl. Thank I you. like this. I mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm going to get into some of the days. Um, and oh, Christy, tell everybody because you've got other books that people should know about, like Ranger, you know. I know we're focusing, you know, on Chief Joseph, but you've got Ranger that people should read too, right? 
Yeah, that's a wonderful story about a horse a horse that lived to be 32 years young. Wow. And it's his wow. Entire, entire life story of his adventures. And uh, it's written awesome. firsthand um, with a horse's voice. So he talks about his life with humans and another animal. Mm-hmm. Very enlightening. You'll learn a lot about how horses think. And um, awesome. it's just, it was a great experience to be in each other's lives. That's for sure. Hmm. I love that. Hmm. I love how animals think. But be, mm-hmm. as you know, we travel the country pet sitting and when wherever we go the animals kind of congregate like the dogs will come in the kitchen and watch you cook and you can see by their expression not the way my mama does it As, oh the cats yeah. are the cats cats are the ones who really oh, get into the cooking so cooking fun. class dogs just hope you drop something cats are all about yeah. looking and um mm-hmm. watching and um you know, and you have to watch it because they will, some will get there at the chopping board and like, you mm-hmm. know, they swipe or it. steal. Swats yeah. or steal. <laughs> they There's swipe as you that. chop. You're like, Whoa. yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. interesting. And speaking of food, it is Peanut Butter Lovers Month, which is great because today's show ah. sponsor is the Peanut Patch in Yuma, Arizona. She always sponsors our first um, Sunday of the month. Mm. And we love the Peanut Patch. They're based in Yuma, Arizona. You can go to thepeanutpatch.com to shop online. Um, all kinds of goodies, all kinds of, mm-hmm. all kinds of goodies, all kinds mm-hmm. of peanuts and nuts, which are good for you. Um, and they make Chocolate. fresh peanut butter when you visit. Um, date shakes. Mm-hmm. They have um, jewel dates grown there. Um, they have all kinds of culinary gifts, gift baskets, and so anyway, shout out to the Peanut Patch, but. I want to see if all of you like peanut butter. What about you, Johnny? Do you like peanut butter? I love peanut butter. Oh. <laughs> I know a lot of dogs that love peanut butter, too. What's your favorite way to eat peanut butter? You know, I actually, a lot of times at night, if I'm really, I'll get really hungry before I go to bed, but I don't want to eat a lot. And if I just have a spoon or two of peanut butter, like right out of the jar, it seems yeah. to satisfy mm-hmm. me and, and I don't, you know, I sleep well and cause I think mm-hmm. they say that protein is also good right before you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite time is just to have a spoon or two of peanut butter before I go to bed. So you mean chunky, that I shouldn't have the two peanut smooth. butter? I was going to say the two peanut butter cookies. No, maybe not. I should have this. <laughs> no, but is it chunky is, is that, peanut butter? Chunky peanut they're butter. They're yummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nancy, yeah. Chunky or smooth. Peanut butter. I like smooth. Yeah. But I, I like chunky too, but my favorite is smooth for some reason. Mm. But yeah. Mm. yeah. I like it kind of chunky. What about you, Christy? Yeah, no, Do you eat chunky. peanut butter? I love peanut butter, and the best way to eat it is on toast with honey. Oh, mm. I do love that, yeah. man. That's you mix peanut butter and honey together on toast, and it's just perfect. Mm. With a little mm. cinnamon. Mm. And I like crunchy. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, oh. Johnny. <laughs> oh, I, like, I like crunchy, too. I, it's good. But... <laughs> uh, I'm going to cross the wall yeah. now because I love a good Elvis burger, which yep. is and, peanut and, butter and on a hamburger with bacon and cheese, mm-hmm. like a cheeseburger with peanut butter on it. But it, And you have to have the pickles. Mm. I love toasted peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. I'm not pregnant. And oh, how do not plan, But traditionally, he put bananas with it. So and you can put peanut butter pickles and peanut butter. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, no, but you is can it put sweet pickles. It, it, no, 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 no pickles. Okay, mm-hmm. 
That's interesting. Yeah. But, but sweet pickles might work too. Butter yeah. at the last ten minutes of a roast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can put peanut butter on top, and it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Andrea, what about yeah. you? How are you on peanut butter? Well, I need to try Christie's honey and peanut butter on toast. It sounds delicious. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like my um, peanut butter wrapped up in a Reese's. Um, oh, well, yeah. you're not talking mm. Nancy's language. Chocolate. You stole Nancy's. Yeah, yeah chocolate. Ah, you got the chocolate. Yeah, you got the. That's the yeah. best combination ever: chocolate peanut butter. Woohoo! Mm. Remember those okay. commercials? You got chocolate in my peanut butter. No, you got yeah. peanut butter in my chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a song mm-hmm. in that, Johnny. There's a song mm-hmm. in that. <laughs> oh. So November mm-hmm. 5th, I know it's Guy Fox Day, but it's also National Chinese Takeout Day. So, um, Oh, gosh. <laughs> does anybody... Uh-uh. Okay, so let's, let's look at what you're going to order at the Chinese Takeout. Johnny, do you, do you have a favorite Chinese food? Chinese dish? Well, we... we uh, we hike near Chinatown, and so sometimes we like to go to this really good takeout place uh, called ABC Seafood right near there. And they have usually they're really popular, so it's usually really fresh. And they have really good um, Chinese broccoli, and then uh, they they cook it really well. It's just like just right, or it's just the right not overcooked, you know, so it doesn't get too soft. And then uh, I also love their kung pao chicken. It's, really great and they do a really good eggplant with uh different vegetables as well there Hmm. what about you andrea um i i always order spring rolls um and if i need to have you and i need to have lunch together (laughs) (laughs) and if i need to have something else then i'll order the uh, cashew chicken which is yummy oh my goodness Mm, christy what's going on for you well, I don't have to. I don't have to say anything. I'm just going to say ditto. <laughs> okay, this is, this is interesting. This is good. Okay, so oh speaking of food, you're making me hungry, Lisa. Yeah, I know this is not going to get any better. <laughs> and and Johnny has all this music for our playlist, by the way. So just so you know, uh, love your red hair day is it's yeah is happening. So we've got red hair uh, songs. We've got Alanis Morissette. Thank you. That's a great song um, that he put on the playlist. So everyone, the music playlists are in the show notes. Uh, talk money day on the 8th um, there's all mm. kinds of, of holidays but before we get to talk money it's November 6th is national nachos day and Yum. this is something I can 100% get behind and could live on literally yep. nachos and even especially mm-hmm. nachos can also mm. go into becoming one of my favorite breakfast meals of all time chili yep. killies oh dude like serious like mm-hmm. pretty much nachos the same yeah, nachos. Um, and what it is, it's just got a sauce. It's different, but it's just, there's something. It's cool. Like, what do you want on your nachos, Andrea? Go on. Let's see if, if we all agree on this. What What do you want okay, on your nachos? Okay, all right. I like, um, I like it to be with beef, ground beef, and mm-hmm. um, beans, and um, cheese. Both, I'll take both the melted and the regular shredded and lettuce and tomatoes and guacamole and mm. sour cream. So what's yeah. left, guys? Olives. There's nothing left. There's nothing olives. left. Olives. Olives. Olives and you onion. Olives. Okay, I've not had it with um, olives, but I have made my own with chili, which would have onions in yes. it. And I like that. Ol- yes. Olives have always got to be part olives of everything. Olives have got to go. you got to do everything. it. Everything. 
Yeah, yeah. Anybody got anything to add to the nachos? Uh, Paco's no, um, homemade salsa. He he uh, dips the yep. tomatillos. I like green salsa particularly, and he puts um, mm. uh, he gets the peppers and the tomatillos and make, mm. cooks it all up. And oh my gosh, it's what so amazing! A, oh, just shredded pork. Just the right amount of spicy. Yeah, mm. shredded <laughs> chicken, shredded pork. Why I'm into shredded food right now? I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah, shredded, I like oh, I like those shredded like, meat. Yeah. Ooh. Pork. I don't know. That's some. It's yeah. saxophone day too. You know. That's we got to say hi to saxophone. Saxophone is such I a like good. That. Um, you know, like also like old school jazz and blues. You know, um, it's an amazing instrument. It's sexy if it's done mm-hmm. right. If mm-hmm. done right, you know, it, it is. Um, it, 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 you can breathe into a saxophone. Similar, it can do similar things to what a voice does. You know, more mm-hmm. than a lot of other instruments. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's part of it. Um, cellos are that way as well. They you, you can you can crescendo and decrescendo a lot the way a voice does. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. I, I I have to say one thing about a saxophone player. I got to I got to uh, be associate producer on a track just recently that Dave Cos played on. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Melissa Manchester and Kenny Loggins wrote "Whenever I right. Call You Friend" together, mm-hmm. and after all these decades. Uh, her label didn't like the song, so she didn't get to record it with Kenny. And he had a huge hit oh. with Stevie Nicks. And so ever mm-hmm. since then, the fans have all wanted them to record it together. And finally, after all these years, um, you know, Melissa was re-recording all her, a lot of her hits because she doesn't get any money when they're used in movies because the label owns the old tracks. So, um, so she's been re-recording them. And so she said, you, you know, when we were, when we did You Can't Hide the Light, she loved, you know, working together in the studio. So she said, do you have any ideas for whenever I call you friend? And I said, yeah, to me, it should be faster and kind of like, um, earth, wind and fire influence. And <clears throat> she said, love it, you know, come on in. And so, uh, I got to, to be part of that process of reimagining that song. And <clears throat> she took it to Kenny and he goes, wow. I love this. Let's do it. So he sang on the on the track with her, and then Dave Cause played saxophone. Wow! So uh, that was just released a few weeks ago, and um, it's doing really well. and And I got associate producer credit on a on a track with three big three of three of my favorite musicians. So it was He's awesome. pretty this amazing is, experience okay. for me. Very amazing. That, is, <laughs> that was incredible. Good for you. You go. You go. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You rock it. And so. Um, we're going to have to add that to the playlist now, the music. Playlist. Yeah. yeah, it must. It yeah. must. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So this November 7th is International Merlot Day. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I like it. Um, like and also it. speaking of wine, um, we have a Tempranillo Day too uh, on November That's 9th. Good. Nancy loves a good Tempranillo because she likes oh, it when it's peppery on the back end. I'm just yes. saying. I like the little peppery on the back end. Yeah, don't go around saying that, but that's true. Anybody else want to join us for wine? Come on, Andrea. Come to the dark side sure. with us with these red wines. You're coming in? Cool. Yeah, thank you. We always try to you know, twist Andrea's arm, but we can get her on a little white once in a while, a little white wine once in a while. And, 
Um, you know, Christy, come on. We could get you just to have a little sip with us. Well, right? maybe you've made it a, a wine cooler or something. It has to be a little sweeter. I'm just not I'm a wine person. Christy, we do need mm. to do lunch. Yeah, you guys <laughs> really yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You do need to get together. I like that. People I think like it's strange if I don't drink beer and wine. I go, I just don't like it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, November 7th also is Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. And even though I'm allergic to tree nuts now, which totally sucks, it's rude. This getting older thing sucks with new like issues, but almonds are really good for you. And almonds come from the Porterville, Tulare County area, Three Rivers area, um, Mm -hmm. Central Mm -hmm. California. And so um, Christy and uh, Johnny, you guys are familiar with almonds and spring is beautiful in your area with all the almond trees. So beautiful. Oh, yeah. So Yeah. Some of my friends growing up were almond growers, or their their parents were almond growers. So, yep. When do they harvest the nuts? When do they actually get them? Like, is it summer <sighs> when they're ready? I never That's know a when good they're. Question. Now is citrus. I can't remember because we had so many different crops around us that I, you know, I I, I kind yeah, of. The pistachios come off, of, I think, a little yeah. later too, and they're they're over they're yeah. uh, they're yeah. more Lamor and and um, Kalinga are the pistachios. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, yeah, quite your sure. area just got made number one in the world for agriculture. Number one mm-hmm. in the world was just listed. Well, I'd like to still think that, but we see a lot of uh, farms and dairies leaving and they're putting in homes. I'm not sure where they're going to get all the water from Ooh, for those homes. Wow. But also they're putting in, they're, they're taking out the farms and putting in solar farms. So we're used to seeing oh. cows wagging their little tails and grazing. Now it's just solar panels. Mm. So how do you feed That's... a nation off of solar panels? You can have energy, well, but you've got to be able to Why can't they do both? Yeah. Why can't they just raise the solar panels up and let the cattle graze below? Or, like, instead of the cattle having bells, they could have little solar bells. Yeah, Sorry. but, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you have to not have solar panels or, or choose between cattle and solar you gotta panels. Actually, Come I don't, on. I'm not a fan of anything that is mass like that. You know, I, but, I'm a fan of but solar, you but can, you but can actually through, you huge, know, like put the solar panels good. up higher. They probably mm. do a better job. No, there's um, it, it and there's, anyway, that's a whole other show. We've done we've done okay, a few shows sorry. on that, and it's a whole other <laughs> thing. What happens? It is. It's um. Anyway, balance is good. Let's put it that way. So, Lisa, I have an answer for you about almonds. Yeah, being harvested, it's very interesting. They're 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 harvested um, August through October, mm-hmm. and um, okay. they use a mechanical tree shaker to get the nuts out of the trees. Oh, oh. yeah, you've seen those. Yeah, they have a machine that shakes the tree. You yeah. bet. I've seen yeah. that in operation. Mm-hmm. Poor trees. Wow. Not and a they grind them home. naturally. They dry them naturally in the warm California sun. So, mm. And everyone oh. drinks almond milk, too. It's good for you. Very good mm-hmm. for you. Um, November 8th is National Cook Something Bold and Pungent. Cool. Like sauerkraut. <laughs> like, I'm all in. I'll cook, a, I'll cook curry or chili. Curry, you know, like yeah. Like a really good sound, smell. Um, anybody like mm. to cook anything pungent? Well, oh, well my, my, my... you're cooking it. Hmm. Mm. What What did you say? What's What's pungent? I said broccoli can be pungent when you're cooking it, it's and when you give it back to the not. universe too. Don't <laughs> 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 say one word. 
I did. I couldn't leave that out. I had to. Not going to be broccoli. Yeah. It, sorry. Well, that's what. There it is. And then uh, it's National Cappuccino Day. Anybody like cappuccino, cappuccinos that's here? Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can have one of those. I'll have that with my peanut butter and honey. Thank you. Oh yeah. Mm, there that's you good. go. Yeah. And yeah. and. It's National Harvey Wallbanger Day. I'll be joining that. I love it. <laughs> yep. A little bit of vodka, Galliano, oh pure, little orange juice. And it's also World Pianist Day, which I think yeah. is also, we love awesome. our keyboard players in the world and pianists. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's important. And so, um, okay, the 8th, you've got for World Piano Day on the 8th, you are saying Chopin. That's, and yeah. oh, you, well, you can pronounce all what you said. Oh, I'm not Van Cliburn. Van Cliburn was like what? the most amazing pianist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John has got Chopin. You you pronounce what you sent me of that song. You pronounce that. I can't. That's <laughs> it's got a number major three opus from op- Opus Ten. It's it's a it's my favorite piano piece. It's just mm. it's really mm. exquisite. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Piano music cool. can be so just like, oh, I've got so many. I got a list of people who just play magic keys, it's you know, and very versatile. Um, and when you can play the piano, you can play just about any stringed instrument mm-hmm. from there, which is is incredible too. Um, Andrea, do you <clears throat> like piano music? Yes, I do. I like all music. But I have a question for you. On your list of days in November, does bourbon fall on any of them? Not that I know <laughs> of for this week, but. I thought Bourbon Month that was, was last, last month, maybe. month. Yeah, that yeah. was last month. Why do you want what? What's going? Is what do we? Bourbon is we can have bourbon. You can put it in the cappuccino. Yeah, I like the, I like the wild turkey American honey. Ooh. Oh, that's oh, wow. now this oh, one also go well. I you, on, you would like that. Yes, I'm with you on that one. There isn't. There's also a brown sugar bourbon. Have you had that one yet? No, yes. I'll have to check that out. Oh, yes, it is we actually so just good. had that. We did a distillery tasting at Two Trees Distilling in Asheville, oh, North Carolina, cool. and they had uh, brown sugar, burnt sugar. They had um, caramel so and sea salt bourbon. Mm, and gosh, all I can say is when it got really cold, this was a nice way to enjoy your morning cup of coffee. Just a little splash makes you smile no, the, at the world. The sea salt mm-hmm. one, the bourbon the caramel, and sea salt. Sea was, salt. Uh, you guys oh, would like that. that was awesome. Like when they distill it, they don't use any artificial stuff at all. And their process is fascinating. And this bourbon, um, oh, it's, a, it's beauty. It's, it's just beauteous. Mm. And, um, it's an art. It's an, it's art. an art. And the yeah. guy from one of the guys from Moonshiners, the TV show is part of the company, Chris, the Moonshiner. Mm. So they, they've got all, it's amazing. It's anyway, don't, Okay, so we got bur- and and listen, you could have the bittersweet chocolate with almonds and the bourbon. I'm just saying. Yeah, there you go. go. That's sounding yep. good. Um, yep. we can do that. And um, there's talk money day. Oh boy, yeah. I thought that's every day. Just bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Just so Johnny, you sang on a children's album. Yeah, I worked in credit unions for decades uh, as a, oh. a marketer, and I teamed up with a gentleman named Sam Rennick, who's a really delightful mm. guy. He created a character called Sammy Rabbit, and he had a Disney animator 
visual, you know, create the visual um, version of him. And then he's got a life-size cool. version of him, like the ones that walk around Disneyland, you know, that, and he's really cute. And, and uh, we used to, to go to Girl Scout uh, troops and, and Sammy would perform and he has all these songs about saving money. And I sang on, on a couple of the songs and I, over the course of my career, I, I actually presented to 12,000 people on financial literacy uh, information and just about the, the song that I suggested for the list. I mean, it's kind of hokey, but it's, it's called wants and needs. And it's basically just telling kids to think about, you know, what do you want it or do you need it? And, and in making choices, you know, when you've awesome. only got so much money, you, you need to make sure that you're covering your wants first. I mean, I'm sorry, your needs first and then and then the things that you want that you could live without. No, I like yeah. the wants first. You can leave it there. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm just no. kidding. There, but now, but this, no, this no, education no. part goes back to, you know, November 11th is National Education Day, too, which I think is so important. And mm-hmm. um, all of you mm-hmm. on the show have been involved in education in some form. Uh, Christy, what you do in uh, you know, equestrian education, teaching people writing skills and, and in your mm-hmm. books as well. Um, and then Andrea, that's, you know, your background is in the education world too, right? Correct. I was a speech and language pathologist in the school system for mm-hmm. 38 years. And awesome. and when we first met Andrea, she took me aside and said, I need to clean up your language. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. oh, goodness. She's well, like, it's no, lying. what she said is that's not how you pronounce that. No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. But no, it's it's interesting when you think about, you know, this literacy and um I think financial literacy is is super important uh for kids. Um <clears throat> yeah. We're gonna move on to November 9th, which is World Freedom Day. So you chose George Michael's Freedom um song. Yeah. I like that. I haven't heard that mm-hmm. for a while. Um, but it is also Go to an art museum day, which I think is yeah. really cool. I, art museums are so important. Has anyone been to an art museum lately? I know it's still coming out of COVID, you know. Yes, um, I have been. Yeah, yeah. where? And, where? Um, we were in uh, Rhode Island, Newport, Rhode Ooh, Island. Oh, cool. And uh, there was this wonderful um, art museum that it had originally been some someone's home um, in the uh, early late 1800s, early 1900s. And um, they made the outside of it look like it was made from bricks, but it actually was made from wood. Very interesting, but the inside was beautiful. And the art that was in there was very contemporary. That's cool. I think it's so important. I think one of the museums that, really got me on the tour so far we've been to a lot of museums and then COVID it kind of obviously shut down but um is Santa Fe New Mexico I mean the whole town is the whole city is a museum right but Mm -hmm. but um and galleries yeah galleries all of it you know but when when, oh man there's just so many like now I start going into all the Native American art like that I love Mm -hmm. the western Mm -hmm. art like I really really do um like Remington and you know all of that, but is the uh, Capitol building in Santa Fe. They have over 600 pieces of New Mexican art from New Mexico artists, uh, sculptures. And then mm-hmm. like, obviously their public art is insane too. 
throughout the city. But um, Nancy, anything come off the top of your head art museum wise? I'm trying to think we've been to so many. No, it just says it's, you're going to find something unique in every single one you go to. Mm-hmm. You can keep going back to them too. Yeah. Uh, Silver there's City, a, New Mexico. Really good, go there's a really good one in Burbank. Uh, the Gene Autry Museum has wonderful oh. Native American art. Oh, I haven't been to that yet. <clears throat> there's, also a, uh, there's also a train uh, museum there as well. They're right near Oh, Burbank. well, there we got the train. Yay. <laughs> yep, yep, there you go. Got to have the train. Pasadena also has many museums. I mean, oh, we've, yeah. we've got the Huntington Library. We've got the Pacific Asian Museum. We've got, um, and then near nearby is this, the uh, the Southwest Museum um, up in like uh, Highland Park area. And uh, yeah, you could you can spend many days. The Heritage Museum here. There are lots of places, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with all different kinds of art and, and history and, um, you know, uh, places where you can see the Southwest museum has a lot of native American artifacts and, uh, mm. things like that as well. So yeah, it's, uh, there's always, um, some place to go. There's also heritage square where they took a lot of the Victorian houses and buildings and created a little, a little town where they've got the houses, furnished the way they would have been in their heyday and you can take a tour and they talk to you about the uh uh you know what life was like when each of those houses you know was in its prime and and it's really fascinating yeah. oh i've got to give a shout out to degrazia gallery in the sun in tucson arizona which is an, a gallery and a museum and it houses all the art of ted degrazia as uh, one of the most reproduced artists in the world uh, Southwest artist, and um, when they were going to tax him heavily on his artwork, he didn't want his family when he passed away to um, have to pay for his art. He took some of his most treasured pieces um, out into the Superstition Mountains of Arizona near Phoenix uh, on mule and hiked up and out where no one could see him, and he burnt his art so he couldn't get taxed. Or his family wouldn't get taxed oh. on his art. Like he was an independent spirit. He was a um, and he worked with Diego Rivera and um, uh, Jose Orozco out in Mexico and came up, built his own gallery, um, Adobe Gallery, and it had a nun's quarters, his own mission, and he has what's called the little gallery on there. It's a ten-acre site. It's on the National Register of Historic Places. He built it with the local Mexicans and Tohono O'odhams and the Yaquis. Um, saw about Native American Heritage Day um, out there, all by hand. Mm-hmm. And now we're here in Tucson. We get to go see lands. We can't wait. So I got to give a shout out to that. And also, the Folk Art Museum in Santa Fe, New Mexico, is fascinating. Folk art is something not to be um, ignored. It really tells the story of people around the world. And that's really fascinating. Mm. Anyway, once I get started on this, that's a whole other show. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to finish up some food things here so we can get our hunger over with. Um, we have got National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day on November 9th. If anybody wants a sandwich, <laughs> if they're hungry, mm. I'll pick pickles and mayonnaise, please. Um, or honey mustard. Anybody want a little honey mustard on that? You know? Um, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I have a funny feeling we'll all might like this next one. Uh, November 10th is National Vanilla Cupcake Day. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. 
Um, and then November 11th is National Sunday, like Ice Cream Sunday Day. Oh. Um, so yeah. let's go around and let's put some ice cream. Let's put what we want in there. So um, let's start with you, Johnny. What scoop of ice cream do you want in there? And what little delicious accessory or condiment do you want to put with it? And then we'll build this giant sundae. Sounds good to me. Well, the one one ice cream that I love probably wouldn't go well with other people's choices. I love peppermint ice cream, but it has to be really well-made peppermint ice cream. Like, actually, Baskin Robbins does make a pretty good one. But uh, I love peppermint ice cream. Uh, but if if we're going to go with something that might go with other things better, I also really like um, pralines and caramel. Mm-hmm. And uh, with with the peppermint, I actually like marshmallow topping or hot fudge. Oh, yeah. But um, and then with the um, with the uh, pralines and caramel, probably caramel topping or or hot fudge. Mm. What about you, Christy? Oh, I love that uh, chocolate chip mint. Ice cream. Mm, me too. And then that, that uh, marshmallow topping sounds really, really good. But then I have a very funny sweet tooth for something you can't find very, hardly anymore, and it's licorice ice cream. Oh, my oh, God. Yes. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Is that my friend Audrey over there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, last, the last time I had a scoop was in Australia. I found licorice ice cream in Australia, and I was thrilled. And so I've made some homemade ice cream, and it's been licorice ice cream. It's just um, my, my, that's my favorite flavor. It's like a well, good plenty in an ice cream. <laughs> licorice is my thing. I want the black licorice. I want mm-hmm. it thick and yep. greasy and I mean, not the Twizzler stuff. No offense to Twizzler, but that is not No, licorice. no. Twizzlers is I not want, real licorice. Sorry. I want the real licorice. Yeah. The peanut patch, by yeah. the way, that sponsor of the show. That's where I get my licorice. And it's getting oh. hard to get. And um, I, it's, it's hard to find good. Oh, I want some licorice. Even, I want some licorice. Even the licorice ropes. Remember the little thinner oh. licorice ropes they used to have, the little swirls? Oh, my God. That's, those when, when I was a kid in England. You would get boxes of licorice, like a licorice pipe, like a smoking pipe, wheels, and then yeah, like licorice, all right. sorts, like all of these things. And it would, and, yeah. oh, give. You can eat the, me. you can eat Come the pipe. Mommy. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, it's like, it's like those lucky cigarettes, you know, that was real smart to give to kids. But, you know, it's here, just smoke <laughs> up right, a little candy bit. Candy cigarettes, that's right. Yeah. I left yeah. candy cigarettes. I won't say what happened I later too. as I grew up, but, you know. Um, but, but Andrea, okay. So Andrea, are you a licorice girl too? It's the first ice cream I look for, look for in an ice cream shop to see if they have it. Oh my gosh. You and I have to have lunch together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, wait a minute. We're going to have breakfast and lunch together. (laughs) I think dinner's on there too. Oh, wow. Wow. And then then, then if they don't have that, I like the, uh, anything coconut, toasted coconut or just coconut. Um, yeah. But at home, vanilla with um, uh, the Spanish red peanuts and chocolate. And Ooh. I I mix it all up and eat it kind of like a milkshake. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Now, Nancy, are you doing the rum and raisin? What's going on with you for an ice cream sundae? What are you putting in it? Rocky Road. I like you the stole Rocky my... Road. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, I stole yours. 
Yeah, yeah. but they've got licorice mm-hmm. too. Well, like, then you got... could put, you could just splash a little rum on top. Oh, she wants rum. Yeah. And, you know, now yeah. a Bailey's, Bailey's, <laughs> they put a little Bailey's on the rocky road. Oh, but it, what I like yeah. is I, I don't want the marshmallow topping. I want actual marshmallows. And when they've been in the freezer, there's this other texture that happens to them oh. versus yeah. out of the bag. But you could soak them in rum. Anything with marshmallows is good. <laughs> Nancy's Anything just pickled. <laughs> Nancy's pickled. He's mm-hmm. pickled. She's pickled. Yeah. She's officially pickled. But um, yeah, I like this ice cream sundae. I, I think we should all open a shop. <laughs> ice cream sundae shop. Since we're on the topic of ice cream, though, I want to say that um, I a lot of what passes for ice cream in the grocery stores now is just not ice cream. No, like it doesn't. No, it doesn't it's, melt right. It no, doesn't. No, it doesn't get no. creamy. It's no, it's sort right. of spongy and it's yeah. ice milk. It's ice right. Milk. Right. If you read yep. the label really carefully, they call it ice cream. Mm-hmm. But if you read the mm-hmm. agreement ingredients, there's no cream. It's mm-hmm. ice yep. milk. Well, you know what? Yeah. Some doesn't the, melt. The, like New yogurt the... shops. The new... the new yogurt shops are really almost Johnny are almost more like ice cream than ice cream mm. that, that you buy in okay. the stores. The new yogurt shops have yeah. lots of flavors, and mm-hmm. they're, they're, okay. almost, they're they're as refreshing as the old ice cream used to be. <laughs> but yeah. you've got to be careful because some of the fast food, like. Um, we have a friend who there was a new shop that opened like a franchise, you know, and it's that swirly, whirly type of ice cream, soft serve. <laughs> and someone didn't eat all of it and put it outside in the trash can. It was a hot mm. summer day. That ice cream cone of the soft serve never melted. What, what wow. is with what? that? It's like, like I've kept, I've, <laughs> I have science, and I had to throw a science experiment. I have science experiments in the car. And, and this happened in Three Rivers when I had to take it out. So when we first stayed in Three Rivers, oh and uh, Peter and Leah had a bed and breakfast, our, mm-hmm. our friends out there. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the first night we went to stay there. And she said, you need to take everything out of your car, anything with a scent, perfume, you know, toiletries, mm-hmm. food, anything. Well, I had one French fry that I'd been keeping for over three years in the car. It had never changed color, <sighs> never molded, nothing. Oh, and so she know. made me throw my experiment mm-hmm. away. And yeah, how would a French fry? It, so what what are we eating when we go to these fast food places? It's yeah. like the weirdest yeah. thing. So I've done the Chemicals. experiment again, and and it's stayed the same, no change. Mm. I um do will tell you that um gummy bears do melt because I found a melted river in my side pocket. You're just of eating car. sugar and chemicals. I know, so but is. I like my gummy mm-hmm. bears. Good. Put gummy bears in your ice cream. Dude, I don't know if that'll go as well. But anyway, okay. So, a last thing on the food is November 9th is National Scrapple Day. I want to know if anyone's uh, had this. Scrapple yeah. is like pork scraps with no, buckwheat don't. flour, cornmeal, no. and spices. Uh-uh. Um, it's really uh-uh. done no. back east, in the, uh-uh. and then people put it with ketchup. Anybody eating this? Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to. Thank you. No. <laughs> I can't wait. My dad, Andrea, dad. Andrea, what about you? Would you? Have you done it? Tell me again what it is. Scrapple right. takes pork scraps with buckwheat flour, so they fry it up. Buckwheat flour, cornmeal, and spices. And so, like, normally you throw these pork scraps away, but over there in the back, it's up in the Atlantic side or something. They fry it up and serve it with ketchup. 
You know, anything fried has got to be uh, not good for you for sure, but good. <laughs> so I don't know. I wouldn't be willing to try it, but no, I've never had it. I've never. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, then it's pork, you know. Um, so that's a. No. It's good. Now, all right. So no. November tenth, we're also getting into you know Veterans Day is coming up. Uh, Forget Me Not Day is also a military celebration. Um, November tenth is uh, the birthday of the Marine Corps, the U.S. Marine Corps. November eleventh, right. Veterans Day, Remembrance Day, Armistice Day around the mm -hmm. world, and this is a big deal. And I want to go over to Chrissy with this because Chrissy has done so much in raising funds for veterans. Um, mm -hmm. with the accessible wheelchair, um, all terrain, uh, wheelchair, excuse me, over the years. And mm -hmm. now you have a new project. You want to tell everybody what, what you're doing? Well, we're still, I'm still, uh, uh sort of representing the, uh, uh, nonprofit called, uh, in the independence fund that tries to give, uh, severely wounded veterans their independence and mobility. Let's put that that way. Their mobility mm -hmm. back. So that's why I invested in the wheelchairs. Uh, buying, uh, trying to raise money and buying two all-terrain track chairs so these veterans could get back to some normalcy in their life and go out and go to the beach and go to the mountains and go hunting and even or manage 20 acres of oranges if that's what they did once before. But now I'm changing gears and uh, I, I'm focusing now on the caregivers, the caregivers that have to take care of the catastrophic injuries that the veterans have mm. suffered protecting our, our lands and our way of life. So uh, I think the caregivers need to be supported, and I think um, they need a break. They need to have, be refreshed and be honored as well in everything they do to take care of our veterans. So that's what I'm doing now is raising money for caregivers so they can have a week-long retreat. Awesome. awesome. I love it. Thank you for what you're doing, Christy. I think it's awesome. Anybody else want to say anything for Veterans Day? We want, definitely want to thank all who serve and continue to serve um, and have Absolutely. served. Um you know, the world is not quite normal and um, right now, and, you know, there's a lot happening. And just gotta th I also just I'd, think we also have to look at the families. Absolutely. I, I'd like to say that I've noticed something on, on social media. I feel like people confuse Veterans Day and Memorial Day a lot. Right. Um, good, good like point. they'll post on Veterans Day, they'll post about people who've passed away, like, you know, people who gave their life and that's always very you know that's something that we always want to remember as well but i think veterans day is specifically like honoring people who are still alive who served and then memorial day is people who passed away at least that's how i take it and mm -hmm. I, I see a lot of not that it really matters that much but i just feel like you know for me veterans day is is about you know, the people among us who, you know, we're, we're rubbing shoulders with that, that sacrificing gave so no, much that, for us. That's really true. And then, then they right. come home and mm -hmm. um, making sure they get the help needed yeah. and, mm -hmm. and also the veteran, yeah. the fa their families. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's the unit, but mm -hmm. um, Memorial Day yes. is for those who have passed. That is the correct, it's, it's, that's the true thing. Mm -hmm. I do believe that mm -hmm. on both um, days though, we can look at all of it because, I think of course. we should. Yes, I think absolutely. we should. But mm -hmm. but you're really right because mm -hmm. if we don't take care of those who are alive now, I mean we have to. We have to. Mm -hmm. You know, there there are brothers mm -hmm. and sisters out there and there's so many more women uh serving in the military than we realize too, and some of them are complete mm -hmm. badasses. I watched one woman run mm -hmm. up and downstairs <laughs> with holding other people, like carrying I'm like, What the hell, man? How are you doing that? <laughs> you know? 
you you put him in a shame and you should, but that's, you know, it's awesome. Uh, I'd love to see that too. Uh, anyone else want to say anything for Veterans Day? No, we do have to um, honor the people who served, who are still alive and let them know how thankful we are that they fought for our freedoms. And, yeah. um, and we have to guard those freedoms mm-hmm. every yeah, day. We do. And yeah, and let's do. don't don't always wait for Veterans Day. Veterans Day is a reminder, and these holidays mm-hmm. are built for these things. Um, beyond the bittersweet chocolate with almonds, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those are some mm-hmm. fun holidays, often put out by you know corporations. But um, these days are there. Yeah. There's medical holidays. There's all of these. But and Veterans Day is important. Um, there's parades. Can, go I, to can the I say parades. one more thing about about veterans? And it's yeah. just. Um... It's just something that I personally do, and I'm not trying to get credit for this, but it's just something that moves me, is to see somebody in uniform. And if he's in a restaurant having dinner, I'll go buy his meal. And mm-hmm. anytime I see a veteran at, a, at anywhere in, in uniform, I go up and I shake his hand and I thank him for his service. I think yeah. it's so important. We need to keep that strength. They need to know we're behind them and, and grateful for what they're doing for, for all of us. So It's the only way for them to know. Correct. I mean, how, how else are they going to know? It's not like there's a mm-hmm. TV show where we all get to say hello, you know, on, on social media, mm-hmm. you can. And then, you know, just doing something is so huge um, to to give back and, and acknowledgement. I think, like you're saying, is, is such a, a big deal. If you can't afford to do something, but you can afford to acknowledge and it doesn't have to be just on Veterans Day, you know. Right. For doing what you're doing for the caregivers of the wounded warriors that come home. Mm-hmm. I would also say that in, in Southern California, um, homelessness is a big issue here. Mm-hmm. And often yeah. veterans is in the same word and the same sentence. And, and a lot of it is because I think of, you know, what many of them went through when they were serving. And then when they mm-hmm. came home, they, they didn't get proper, you know, treatment yeah. or, or help. Right. And uh, a lot of them, you know, are, uh, you know, kind of on, on the fringes. And there, there's really an effort here to try to turn that around and to, um, you know, give them the help that they should have gotten a long time ago. Um, my, my stepfather was, uh, uh, had a lot of health issues and he was a veteran. So we went to the veterans hospital a lot and sat mm-hmm. in the waiting room and heard a lot of stories over the years. And mm-hmm. so many of uh, these people just said that, you know, yeah, when I came back, I was on my own and I really struggled and I got into addiction and things like mm-hmm. that because I, I didn't, I, I didn't process what happened to me. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I think yeah. that part of veterans day is, is acknowledging that we got a lot of work to do. Yes, and there's yeah. a documentary. We did an interview about it. Um, the documentary is called Here is Better. Here, full stop, better, mm-hmm. is full stop, better, full stop. Um, and mm-hmm. Here is Better is about these programs for veterans with PTSD. Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. um, the there's so much more that is and can be done. Um, cycle, you know, it's it's to take the the net don't don't belittle anybody going through PTSD and and I've been through mm-hmm. it just through other reasons mm-hmm. wildfires mm-hmm. and you know having to evacuate set what seven mm-hmm. wildfires in mm-hmm. a year and a half and yeah. not sleeping for a year and a half mm-hmm. I went a little nutty but 
Um, and I can say that word because I did. I, I didn't even realize it until a friend said, hey, you, you need to go to sleep. You got this. And there are, and that's nothing compared to what our veterans go for. And many of them end up going around um, the world like so many times. They, you know, when we lived mm-hmm. in 29 Palms, which is, you know, a, a Marine town, and oh, they would man. they would come back home for like a week or two. I may be off on the numbers, but some of them were back-to-back tours. And yeah. that mm-hmm. takes a lot out of them, and it takes a lot out of their family. And um, mm-hmm. then it's an adjustment yeah. period for them. So there are support networks. And it's also about finding, you know, it's like when you get sick and you try to look at Medicare or how the medical system and insurance works, holy mm-hmm. cow, that's the worst part mm-hmm. of being sick. Our systems mm-hmm. suck yeah. because it's not, mm-hmm. they're not helpful. They're not helping the people that need the help. It's not easy to find out things. There are programs, um, even through the VA, but they're hard to navigate. So there are groups and there mm-hmm. are nonprofits in, in local communities to, to, you know, family and friends. If you can sit down and talk to a friend and you've got that inside ear for them, be that inside person to give support and then try and help them to connect with the the services that are there. But that documentary really looks at um, mm-hmm. how psychologists and psychiatrists have these new tools that really help. There are tools that absolutely help. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, mm-hmm. there is a life afterwards. And um, if you are a job provider, look at our veterans, you know, hire veterans where you can. Um, yeah yeah you know that's mm-hmm. the other part yeah. too so mm-hmm. yeah there's mm-hmm. man we've covered a lot of ground hey on the <laughs> closing part it's also world origami day has anybody done origami ever <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> only the simple no, kid <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you know so yeah all right so everybody i want to thank you for joining us i think we got there we, there's lots more music uh that Johnny has given us for our music playlist. Again, that is all linked from the show notes. Um, everyone's websites are in the show notes, but I'm going to go through everyone. AndreaFay.com is the website for Andrea's artwork. And that's Andrea F-A-Y-E. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's so good to hear your voice. We miss you. It is. To my new friends, Christy and Johnny, I've really enjoyed this. And um, to my good old friends, Nancy and Lisa, can't wait to see you again. We'll yeah. see you. We'll It'll see you be soon. Yeah. You never yes. know. We could end up on your doorstep with dirty shoes. You know how that happens. Yeah, you never <laughs> know. And, and, and licorice ice cream. We'll come with the licorice ice cream. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Hey, listen. Licorice, licorice ice cream and champagne. Ooh. Yeah. Because. There we go. I, I, listen. Listen. Nancy, I'm not kidding. Nancy and I are known. Okay. So we may not be the huge fan of the Twizzlers, but it works with them. And the, I, the licorice mm. we get from the peanut patch. So you bite the, ends, you know, the licorice strands, right? Little Twizzler kind of style. You bite the ends mm-hmm. off and then you put it in your glass of champagne and you sip your sam- champagne through the straw. Through the, yeah. The licorice oh straw. God. It's no, really it's good. good. <laughs> it's but anyway. Good. All right. We're really weird. Everyone, WDNhorse.com for Wooden Horse. WDNhorse.com is Christie's website. Her book, her new book out now about Chief Joseph and the Nez Perce tribe and following their tra- their trail on uh, the Appaloosa trail ride, this progressive route. Uh, it's 13 years each time you do that trail ride. Uh, the book is called Hoof Prints Across Time, A Trail Ride to Remember. So it's out now. Go get it. And she's also got cool gifts on there. 
And then Johnny's website is here. Johnny here. Johnny.com is a place to go. And um, everyone go check out the remix of you paved the way it's out now. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. We wish everyone a happy week. If it's your birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, everyone. Take care. Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, Johnny, next time you're in Porterville, you better come up and say hi. Thanks for listening to Big Blend Radio's Big Weekly Blend Podcast. You can keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com. And if you want to get our Big Weekly Blend magazine, just sign up for our newsletter at BlendRadioAndTV.com.